Everybody, it's the Ron and Don Show. Ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's episode number 190 now of the Ron and Don Show. He's Ron. I'm Don. We're live from the Les Schwab Studios. And don't forget the toy drop. And Les Schwab, it's going on right now. Yeah, you can take an unwrapped toy, and we really need your help this year. Listen up. We're not able to do in-person events this year. That's usually where the bulk of the toys are donated. So if you think of this and you do it every year, uh, you're going to have to just buy that toy, take it to a Les Schwab. You can find leschwab.com slash Ron and Don. We'll tell you all the locations. Unwrapped, good toy. Bring it in. You don't even have to get out of your car. Les Schwab team member will come out and grab that from you. And on behalf of all those kids, that this could be their only toy this year, we just want to say thanks and give you some gratitude uh, because what you're doing makes a huge difference and all these toys stay in our local community. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, episode 190, remember little Ricky Schroeder uh, from Silver Spoons? Uh, he has done something now where people want to take a silver spoon and earn and earn and earn and earn. That's not very nice. Uh, also, uh, coming up, how come boys are falling behind girls, they say, in distance learning? How can this even be true? Like, how do they know? Like, they're not in my son's room, and they don't know what's going on in there. They don't know that I, I'm a horrible tutor, and we're not learning much this year, but we're having fun. Not that much, kind of. Most of the time, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted to go back to school. <laughs> Before we get to that, let's get to this. We want to thank everybody that's reached out to us in 2020. Uh, almost 30 families now have said, hey, we would love for you, Ron and Don, to be a part of our real estate journey and to be in our second year uh, performing real estate transactions and to have 30 families reach out to us means a lot, you guys. It means everything to us. So thank you for trusting us. If you're interested in our buyer book or our seller book that we wrote, we'd love to send it to you. Uh, I had another agent tell me the other day that 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 book has actually helped her when she sits down with her client. She is using the book so they can create conversations and figure out what kind of properties that they would like to pursue. We can send you one right now. Just write Ron, Ron at Windermere.com. That's Ron at Windermere.com. And then we'll sit down together. It's Ron and Don, sitdown.com. Uh, Wall Street Journal saying, hey, we're seeing all this flight to the burbs. This is going to change as soon as this virus uh, gets under control. What are your thoughts? What do you say? Well, see? it depends. They said the, the flight to the suburbs and also vacation homes. I think this really breaks down uh, by class lines. If you are a white-collar worker that can re- work remotely, then an entire new universe has opened up to that class of workers. Uh, we have seen people that um, have a second house in Winthrop. And they're like, I'm going over there for a month. And they can stay there, do all of their work activities, and just stay in Winthrop or stay over on the east side of the mountains. They can go out on the islands, uh, get a place on the islands, and just stay out there and work without – it's just seamless. They can work remotely. I've had a friend that's like, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to work in Mexico for the next 60 days. Uh, and after I'm done, I can go down to the beach. And as long as I have Wi-Fi, I'm getting my job done. So if you're in that class of job – 
everything has changed and people do want more space. They do want the vacation home. They do want to be able to have some mobility and get out there. If you're in a job where you have to show up somewhere, then that is, those are not options. Let's for say you. you're a firefighter and then the chief calls you and says, Hey, uh, this is battalion chief, uh, 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 Harold Scoggins. And we, we need you to get downtown right now. We got a fire at the East precinct. You can't say, Hey chief, I'm working remotely right. uh, today. Uh, and we'll remotely uh, do a joystick and control yeah, that. You got to put on your bunker pants and you get, you, you, you gots to go, right? Yeah. So the real estate wise, I find it really interesting, especially when big companies have made proclamations. So, uh, there have been big tech firms that are like, you don't have to come back to work till fall of 2021. And by that time, all of our number crunches are going to crunch the data and we might shrink our footprint and you only come in a couple days a week or once a week, uh, depending on how the, the, the pandemic is going, how the, um, the vaccinations are going. And so this is really going to change, but I, I, I find it. Um, a, a disservice in some of these articles to not acknowledge, I think, the vast majority of Americans where that's not an option. It's not an option for them uh, to work remotely. But I do think there are families like that that do need more space. And so we, we've had talked to families. I just met with some the other day. Three kids uh, and dad is now working from home. So they're saying, hey, we don't want you to come to the office. And so he's like, I'm, I'm literally in the garage that's not heated trying to do these meetings. So we just need to move. Um, and it may not even be as to an, as nice a house as we have right now, mm. but it's untenable because I'm, I'm not going to kick my kids out in the garage when it's 50 degrees. And so for that type of family, you do need to move and you do need more space. It is legit to say, if I'm doing a, a an executive level job, you know, you don't want your kid walking, like walking in the room, uh, you know, or screaming because they're playing, but the kids need the right to play. So there's a lot of moving pieces. How, how do you see this? Because the way the articles are written sometimes leave out a bunch of people. Well, we we forget things very, very quickly. Like the Black Lives Matter movement, it will be forgotten. If the politicians that are stepping into office this time around don't do something where they, where they actually go in and change policy. I don't mean you just change what you're saying. Add some flowery words. I mean, you go in there and you can do the hard work and you're going to change policy. Otherwise, we'll, we'll, we'll forget. We will forget. This pandemic right here for our kids, as long as we don't allow this to become traumatic, and that's where I really try to step in with my son and I say, because he starts working on his schoolwork in the dark, and we've been finishing lately in the dark, and I've shared with you. You can see that he's gaining weight. We're not moving. We're, we're not uh, out on the playground. We're, not, we're too socially distant. We're too socially distant right. from all our friends. Like he, he sees his friends on that computer screen in the morning. Three of those are his best friends, and they're not even in, in the area. He hasn't seen them since last, since last February when all this started. So they're doing remote learning. One is all the way in Minnesota. So he misses his friends too. It breaks my heart when I drop them off sometimes on the playground and kids are there and they're riding their bikes. And sometimes it's the older kids uh, that are in middle school. None of his friends are there. Uh, and I can, ju I can see him socially hurting uh, as a result of that. But we're going to forget about it. We will. We're going to forget about this pandemic. Uh, 
We said that when Pearl Harbor happened, it would be a day that would live in infamy. I would ask people right now, what was the day? What was the date of Pearl Harbor? That should leave infinite. And then check with Siri right now. Make sure you're right. D-Day, when was that day? I love history. So chances are, I know these answers. A lot of us don't. Doesn't mean we're bad people. It just means our lives are very full and we keep moving. And typically what happens when you look at pandemics, even going 100, 120 years back, people do leave the core, the soul of the city, but they always return. When the amenities return, People will return. When sports return, people will return. When it's okay to sit on patios and dine in restaurants and we can hug each other and laugh together once again, then the people will return. In the meantime, if I was going to go try to do a deal right now in Seattle, I would go to the downtown core and I'd rip a condo right now and I'd try to find a condo that didn't have a rental cap on it so I could turn around and I could rent that thing because there are things that are happening in the rental market right now that are extraordinary. And I'm seeing that with my rentals right now. I'm not going to bore you about who's renting, why they're renting, how long they're renting. But at the end of the day, we will see, and we keep hearing this word pivot, the city of Seattle will pivot back. Uh, Will it be different? Sure, it'll be different. But you bring the amenities back and this city once again will become alive. So will New York, so will San Francisco, so will Los Angeles, so will Paris, so will London. Uh, The world will be alive again once more. Oh, I absolutely agree. And in the meantime, I think we just need to be agile. Uh, And that's the thing. If you have hostile, if you have got to be agile and hostile and mobile and mobile, I rest my case. (laughs) Where did that come? We have a coach that told us that. Where did that come from? Got to be agile, mobile, and hostile. I think that was one I of our coaches. I think a coach. <laughs> All right, we'll see you after this. Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's one of our favorite times of year. It is time for the Les Schwab Toy Drive. You know what that means? You stop into any Les Schwab location right here in Western Washington. They have 85 locations to serve. You go to leschwab.com right now to find a location. And then when you pull in, then go ahead and check your brakes, check your tires. Make sure you're ready to go snowboard and skiing over to grandmother's house, whatever it is you're doing. Let's make sure you're socially distanced. And also, you can stop by Les Schwab Tire Center and drop off a new unwrapped toy. Yeah, from November 30th to December 17th, drop off that new unwrapped toy at any Western Washington Les Schwab. This year, we need you more than ever. You can't do the normal toy drives that would happen all around the area. You got to pull into the parking lot, drop off that toy at the designated drop area, or a crew member will just come out and take it from you for the donation. The folks at Les Schwab will make sure these gifts are given to kids in our community. It's the Les Schwab toy drive happening now. Find the store near you at leschwab.com slash Ron and Don. That's leschwab.com slash Ron and Don. I don't think we'd have this house if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. If you find yourself dreaming about a new home, go from just a dream to the dream team. Schedule your time at ronanddonsitdown.com. This house popped up. As soon as we saw it, Ron and Don were here. <laughs> Don came with Ron. He was incredibly well prepared. There were houses we were interested in. They would go and preview them if we wanted. One time Ron went and then FaceTimed us as he walked through several houses for us so that we wouldn't have to come over and waste the trip. I was surprised how quickly, especially after meeting with Don, how quickly they kind of zeroed into what I was looking for, and I don't think we would have like found this house or been as successful with another realtor or doing it without, a, I can't imagine doing it without a realtor. I was just um, so impressed with their professionalism, their competence, their responsiveness, their respectfulness of our process. 
Ron uh, basically did a check for the areas that I said I was interested in buying. He gave us a whole list of uh, properties that were available. He came with us Sunday morning and we looked at probably five different places. It was a very smooth process. I think that they definitely brought their heart and soul. They did a great job. The market was super hot. We were just such beginners that we didn't know that we would be able to compete. We got so lucky. I don't think we could have gotten this house without Ron and Don. Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. You're listening to my dad's podcast. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on ronanddonradio.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the uh, Ron and Don Show. We are live from the Les Schwab Studios, and yes, we are licensed brokers with Windermere, and we'd love to go on that real estate journey with you. If you're interested in taking us on that journey, you have to pay for the gas, but we'll buy the snacks. Does that sound good? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, let's get going. Right, Ron? Ron at Windermere.com, and we'll get you one of our new buyer-sellers books. You can also sit down with us virtually. We do it every morning at 7.30. It's called a Ron and Don Sit-Down. It takes 45 minutes, and it's just us trying to figure out where you're at on this journey and trying to figure out if we can help. And if we can't, who could? Yeah, I just had a flashback when you said that. And I know this is off topic a little bit. I had a friend in high school that was so cheap. He was the first uh, friend in our friend group to get a car. He would break down the per capita gas to wherever we would go. So if we were driving from high school to the burger place for lunch, each person would, sometimes you'd have to tip in like 70 cents for gas. Is this Blake? Yes. Okay. He, uh, Why he, don't you want to out him? You're over 50 years old. Right, now. I should you out can, him. It you Blake. can now say that Blake is a cheap bastard. He was, he, you're allowed, Blake, you're a cheap bastard if you're listening to this. He had a little notebook in his glove box awesome. with a, like a table. <laughs> it was like if you were going to specific distances, if it was one person in the car, two people, or three people, <sighs> and we would, so you'd have to go, you'd buy your burger, yeah. and you would owe him yeah. 70 cents or Smart. 45 cents depending on how far it was. Anyway, just had a flashback when you said you had to pay for the gas. Yeah. I had to pay for gas every t- I just kind of wanted to give him five bucks and yeah. go, dude, just drive me around. I don't know my car yet. Drive you're me not, around. You didn't have a bad. My brother had a 1973 Ford truck. There was no canopy on the back. I would have to ride in the back in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in the wintertime, it snows there. It rains there. Uh, it's wintertime there. It's very wintry. It gets very cold there. It get below zero there. I would have to lay down in the back of the truck. Why first lay I, down? First, I have to give him $2. It was $2 to get to school. I would have to lay down because he's a senior and I was a freshman, and he couldn't be seen with me. And would so, you slide around if you're laying down? Hell yeah, I would. But anytime <laughs> I'd pop up, he'd say, get out of the truck, and you'd have to walk, right? And he's in there with two of his other friends, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm walking. So uh, nonetheless, and sometimes my sister, uh, who a lot of times... She didn't. She Two dollars. She didn't pay. Well, somebody had to buy all his pot, so I think it was me. This, I think you I, guys I, only live like two miles from the school. I I, you know what? You should walk that two miles, and it's three miles because I walked it often, and it was uphill on the way home. Well, not I mean, not no. awesome after football practice. I understand. So nonetheless, I appreciated the ride down the hill, and it was down the hill. So of course, you weren't spending two dollars in gas, but it was an F. 150, a 1973. You could have. So I would have to lay down there and then just wait till we got to school. Then count to thirty. And then I was allowed to get out of the truck once he had moved on to class. Sometimes a bell would be ringing. I'd be late for class. So nonetheless, in school, I wasn't smart, but I worked hard. I, did, I worked very hard. And I was trying to explain this to my son the other day. 
because uh, next year he's going to start experiencing grades. Right now it's check marks and way to go. And, and then kids get all these check marks and way to go. And then they get to middle school and it's like, oh, way to go. Here's a D minus. And here's another D and here's a D. And how about an F? Here's an F for you. And guess what? You got a B. You had some lunch today. You got a B in lunch. Good for you. And so I, I'm trying to prepare him for the hard knock life. That is middle school. It is coming. It is. Nobody wants to go to middle school. If a kid could go from elementary school and then you could go right into high school, that'd be perfect. Parents don't want anything to do with middle school. Middle schoolers don't want anything to do with middle school. Even teachers don't want to teach middle school. The best teachers are in high school and they are in, in, in elementary, elementary school. school. Nobody, nobody wants to teach sixth, seventh, and eighth. You just don't. Well, that story today is, is really remarkable. They're saying that all this distance learning is harder on little boys than it is on little girls. And they're saying that the, for whatever reason, that it, when they look at the whole, they call it a performance gap, a performance gap by the same age, you have the same age of a girl and a boy. For whatever reason, the girls are adapting easier. They, the uptake of learning is better and that boys are struggling more than girls. And they say a big reason for that is that boys don't like to ask for help. They're very self-conscious. And when the teacher is there and can read the body language and feel the energy that the teacher a lot of times can anticipate and go over and help that boy whereas in a zoom setting they're just going to withdraw not ask not draw attention to themselves and then suffer silently and by the time a year rolls around they're going to be farther behind than they were the previous year um it's i don't know how you solve well, that. a lot of that has to do with your frontal lobe right and if you don't know what your frontal lobe is it's your break-in system it would make it's what makes you different uh, than animals and your dog, let's say. They don't have that frontal lobe. We as humans, we have this frontal lobe. And what happens for little boys, one of the reasons why they do crazy <laughs> when they're like uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth, even when you see kids do something, they're a teenager. Like, and you're like, where did this behavior come from? Well, it came from the fact that their, their frontal lobe isn't intact yet. And that braking system is beginning to adjust. And that's one of the reasons why when kids start experimenting with chemicals, and especially boys at a young age, it takes that frontal lobe and it basically turns it off. And that's when you can start doing really stupid things. And I don't know about you. I need my frontal lobe. I need, and I found out more about the frontal lobe as I got older, as I began to drink more. And it's like, wow, when I drink, this frontal lobe turns off. I need for the frontal lobe to be turned on. So that's what boy, little boys are going through. And to your point, I watch this happen in my son's class. There's a lot of girls that can just, where, where they're, and, and when they, when they study the brain and they study the amygdala, uh, for a lot of, if you took a 10 year old girl and a 10 year old boy, they are just, their brains are in different places. And sometimes they probably shouldn't even be in the same class because the girls are more advanced. And I think sometimes it's, it's little boys that may be holding those little girls back. Uh, they don't, they don't have as much trouble as little boys do with the amygdala, also with the frontal lobe and getting the brain to break every once in a while. And that becomes very difficult for boys to regulate that. And that's why a teacher, when you're in a class setting, the teacher can help regulate that. You can't regulate that when you're sitting all the time and you're trying to keep 30 kids online so, at the same time learning together. It's it's next to impossible. I have opinions on this, but I don't have a, a dog in this fight. What do you think should happen here? Because I've seen people, even at college age, we know someone that they went to law school. They didn't even have to take the bar. 
They just said, hey, you guys, it's a pandemic. It's unprecedented. Everybody passes. And uh, and we've seen different things. Should should they just say, hey, this has been a tough year, kids? Everybody just goes to the next You know, next it depends because I'll tell you what these classes do for my son right now. They give him some structure. So let's say that we completely pulled out uh, of doing any kind of curriculum at all. Well, then now he doesn't have that structure. So I invite that structure. Uh, I talked to one of his teachers the other day. We had to go to school to pick something up. And I told him how much I appreciated him. He's been teaching for 29 years. And I asked him, when you, when you compare this year uh, to any other year that you've taught, I said, how hard has this been for you? Uh, and he said, because he cares. You can tell he cares. Uh, and he said, this is just extremely hard. It's the same for him. He, he, he wakes up and he's doing coursework with these kids. And then uh, he's going to bed in the dark too. He's not exercising too. He's not getting out and about too. So I think a lot of people are in a similar spot in a similar place. And I think uh, when it comes to uh, this distant learning, we have to meet kids where they're at. And that's what teachers are always great at doing, meeting them where they're at. And I think it would be horrible to see some of these kids not advance in a grade because they're beginning to struggle. And it's mostly with math. Uh, when these things happen and you're out of the classroom, you can continue to read, but it's really difficult right now. My, my son is doing, uh, long division and it's very, very difficult for me to be there coaching on his right. long division while I'm trying to do my work. And it, it's not fair to the teacher. It's not fair to my kiddo. It's not fair uh, to you. And like, they're going to b- brush up against a standardized test here. And wh- whenever that happens, and if you're holding them to the standard as, as if you had in classroom teaching, uh, it, it just seems like an untenable. Yeah, and situation. I'll tell you what, sometimes I get the wrong division questions. I get them wrong. Not happy with that. Oh, I have to use a calculator for everything. We did civics the other day. There's some stuff on there that's not true. It's not right. <laughs> so I, I started sending notes to the teacher about the curriculum. That's right. one good thing about it. Is you, you, you now know what these teachers are, are teaching your kids, and you now know the curriculum pretty well. Uh, because if you're the local tutor, because chances are tutor's not coming over to your house because of COVID, uh, yeah, it's probably pretty handled. Anyway. Hey, you guys, uh, don't go anywhere. The Ron and Don Show, we continue in one minute. We heard your plea. Now you have three. Three episodes of The Ron and Don Show drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. All right, you guys, episode 190, live from the Les Schwab Studios before we get out of here today. Remember Ricky Schroeder, Silver Spoons? I do remember. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but of course, he was a megastar back and then. Yeah, and then he grew up and you thought he was Zach from uh, that other show, Saved by the Bell, and he wasn't. Different guy. And I was always like, is that Zach from Saved by the Bell, or is that Ricky Schroeder? Who the hell's who? Didn't he then, then go to then, Rick? Then, what's that? Didn't he, like, when he once he became an adult, he's like, call me Rick? Yeah, because now he works on a cop show, an NYPD, like, cop blue show or something, some kind of blue, thin blue. He'd like to be called Rick now? Uh, yeah, he's Rick. And he, he looks like a Rick, and his head's shaved. You're like, whoa, that's Rick right there, right? And so, anyway, he wrote a little check the other day for $150,000, and this got out. And he wrote a check for Kyle Wittenhouse. And I don't know if you count who Kyle Wittenhouse is. He's a 17-year-old young man who in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is about 16 miles from where I grew up in Gurney, Illinois. Uh, and we used to kill them in football. <laughs> Kenosha Wildcats. Anyway. So, evidently, Kyle Wittenhouse went out and bought a gun. He bought an AR-15. He bought an AR-15 with his stimulus money. 
got a stimulus check. Then he's in downtown Kenosha, Wisconsin. He decides that he's supposed to go out there and help the cops. But it seems like the cops were doing fine. But Kyle decided he needed to jump in with his AR-15. And he ends up shooting a number of people, and he shoots someone dead. This is during the Black Lives Matter protest. This is during Black Lives Matter. Ricky Schroeder sees this, Rick Schroeder, and says, hey, we got to raise $2 million to get this guy out of the who's cow. So he writes a check for 150000 As a result of that, TMZ now reporting, and you know it's true, you guys, because it's on TMZ. TMZ now reporting that Rick Schroeder is getting some death threats, and he's not very excited about it. He shows some of the death threats to the cops, and the cops looked at him and said, eh, those aren't really death threats. Those are just people that don't like you, or they think you're a jerk, or they think you're stupid for writing a check for $150,000 to a guy that went out and bought an AR-15 with stimulus money and then went out and shot some people, Rick Schroeder. So as a result of this, he is not getting police protection right now, but... Come on, dude, you're on a show that's like NYPD Blue Line Matters or whatever it is. You, you think Rick Schroeder would be able to protect himself? Well, that and, and posting a picture with this kid is very divisive, I think. I, if we live, if you're in Western what Washington. What picture are you talking about? He has a picture of him with uh, Rittenhouse, and I think the MyPillow guy uh, also pitched in to get this bail to release a kid. So just remember the details. Yeah. He shot and killed uh, two people. In this protest, the cops pulled up and he's walking down the street at a protest with the AR-15 and is not arrested. The cops drive by. So uh, this has become a very uh, racially charged incident, obviously. And I think when we just don't live in very close proximity in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest uh, proper. I'm, of, I'm 16 miles from Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's where I grew up. I'm, I'm saying I, I'm, I'm qualified of the, of the militia mentality. And so when you have, and I'm not saying he, I don't know if he's in a militia or not, but it's that sort of mentality. I'm going to take it upon myself. Is this Kyle or is this Rick Schroeder? Kyle. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take it upon myself to get armed and then voluntarily go protect someone else's property. He, he said he was helping the cops. Is what he said he was protecting someone else's property. That's what Kyle said he was doing. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a mentality that I think for a person like Rick Schroeder that has a high profile to bail him out is very tone deaf to what this issue is all about. So the reason why the Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, protests were happening is because a black man was killed there. Uh, and people were protesting against the police brutality. And so they had a right to do that. Uh, they were not breaking laws by protesting. He is breaking all kinds of laws with uh, taking a weapon, an AR-15, across state lines. The way he purchased that weapon has been scrutinized now. Killing someone, of course, uh, discharging that weapon. We go on and on and on. So I, I just don't get the upside of why you want to get behind him, Kyle, get him out of jail. And, and some people are like praising his efforts, um, which just seems like very thinly veiled racism to me. Yeah, which are, it'll be incredible to see if Kyle uh, ends up before a jury. And if he ends up before a jury, uh, what happens to him? Because I'm telling you right now, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, not much is going to happen to him. It's just not. So we'll see if he pleads or how this all ends up. But nonetheless, I want to take that silver spoon and... Up his, but I didn't. I like your sound effects today. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for stopping by. Episode 190, heading toward 1 million plays of the Ron and Don show as uh, we figure out uh, how we're going to get through another, 
another holiday season, socially distant, but we're going to do it together. All right? This is one thing you can do. Stop by Les Schwab Tire Center. When you're out shopping for your kiddos, shop for some kiddos you don't even know. Drop off a new unwrapped toy now through December. Is it December 17th? December 17th. December 17th. Any Les Schwab Tire Center, 85 locations to serve you, and they'll make sure. They'll make sure. Kids in Santa Slay just in time for the holidays. Thank you. We appreciate you so much. We love you. And if you need one of our seller buyer guys, just reach out to Ron, ron at windermere.com and let's do a sit down together. All right. That's Ron and Don. Sitdown.com. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. All night on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and find some black belt courage. Ah! I'm not kidding. <laughs> 